Video Game Pulse. Episode 303. Millennium X17. And I'm Dark Alakito. And they're super wise. Oh my god, Kaz is back. Alright, that's uh, two shows in a row. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, only kind of here. <laughs> the weak sauce is real. Uh oh. Yeah, that's not promising. We'll see where it goes. Though I don't expect this show to be terribly long. I don't. There's really not a whole lot to talk about this uh, week. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, we're not going to be doing a review of Far Cry just yet. In order for me to have finished it, I would have had to have pretty much bomb-rushed the last third of Faith's territory and the last, like, I don't know, a little bit, let's say 40% of John's. Let's just say yeah, 40%, yeah. 43.5% of John's territory in order. And then, of course, whatever happens with uh, the, what's his face there? Jacob. Jacob. No, uh, not Jacob. Joseph. Joseph. Somebody with a J name. Joseph is, uh, Jacob is the one in the north. Yes. Joseph is the main guy. Okay. It's, hard, it's too many J names. There are so many J names. <laughs> uh, either which way, I would have to, you know, pretty much rush that nonstop while also not sleeping today, which uh, yeah. probably wouldn't end well. <laughs> so we're going to give that another uh, week to, or another, sh- excuse me, show to, you know, next show, definitely probably going to be that one way or the other. I'm going to be able to finish that up. I'm on my way. It's a lot uh, closer to the end. And then as far as Nino Cooney, I haven't even picked it up in a little over two weeks. I haven't, admittedly. <laughs> And you haven't done it in, what, like a month and a half? I know, I know. It's so bad. I need to get the, back to uh, that. I'm interested in getting back to that. I'm just not very looking forward to it because what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to save up a bunch of listenables on YouTube and grind. Yep. Because that's all I can do right now is I'm at an area where I just got to a new area in Nino Cooney and it's just one of those deals where it's like, whoo, yeah, wrong side of town. <laughs> play, a, play old Maple Story and the grind will be so much better once you go back to it. Yeah. Uh, there's not a whole lot much else going on other than it is officially now. Well, I think it's still technically spring, but summer has definitely arrived. Yes. Maybe for you. All of our snow just kind of vanished over the course of a week. Yeah, and, uh, yesterday was, what, 87? 87. Today was 83. Yeah. So. Jesus. That is all sorts of not good. I don't... Good for your grandpa and his veg. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which I am thoroughly looking forward to. Always. So who's got what for side notes? Not a whole lot, to be honest. Same. Yeah, there's not I'm much really going on. I'm trying to hunt Zapdos right now. We'll see what happens. We'll see if You're A... You're freaking bug. We'll see if A, I get it on the show, or B, if I get it, don't notice it, and reset over it. Because yeah, that one's really hard to notice. That one is pretty hard. You ought to be paying attention That one kind of has a lame shiny. It does. I'm so upset by Zapdos' shiny. He got the short end of the stick out of the three. They should have made him like black with yellow accents. That would have been really oh, awesome. That would have been really cool. I would have loved that. Or like blue. And they made him like a light blue. That would have been so good. But up here is like a slightly darker shade of gold. He's like darker while also simultaneously brighter than the uh, basic sprite. 
So we'll see what happens with him. I figure at this point I need to start just hammering the flying area and just like getting some of the legendaries out of the way because there are so many in this one area. I just have to pick something and stick with it until I get it and then move on to something else in order to just to thin the herd down. Yeah, that's what you're doing. I'm not really much up to much else. I don't think so. Uh, Stardew. We're back yes. on Stardew again. Back on Stardew later on that. More on that later, More on that I should later. rather say. <laughs> Well, we will be on that later. Yes, we fair. will be on that later, but we'll also be talking about it in a little bit. <laughs> uh, since there's really not much in the way of side notes, should we just get to the news? Probably. All righty then. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, I believe the shortest show we've ever done is around 38 minutes. I do remember that one. I believe it was somewhere in that ballpark. Something like to that effect. 37 I or 38 minutes. I couldn't tell you if my life depended on it as to what that show was, but we might be on our way to something similar to that. I don't know if we'll be quite that short, but we're definitely... Well, if you get on with it, it will. Yeah. Well, then again, that is something that is very difficult for us to do. Mm. We meander. So anyway, this is the news. Yes. Nothing but flash, really, over the last two weeks. Mm, yeah, it has been pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. We are in the home stretch to E3, though. Yeah, and that's what occurred to me. I was like, oh, wait. It just occurred to me the other day. I'm like, wait a minute. It's just like a, a little over a month away. A little over a it's month like, away It's like a E3. month and a week. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. We're already there. We are already there. We are in the home stretch to E3. So I would imagine and I would hope that people are holding their news. I would hope that people would, news. you know, stay hush-hush over mm. stuff. But we'll see what happens. There's always a handful of things that... Leak early. Leak. Yes, it is Ninja Janitor season. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll oh, see yeah. how many secrets they, they can uh, snatch from boardrooms <laughs> that were left, uh, you know, on the back of loose leaf paper, tucked into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing rant I did back all those years ago about the it Ninja Janitor. It was. Janitors. It was so good. <laughs> that was definitely one of your highlights of, you know, the mm. podcast. Yep. Like I said, over the next couple of weeks, we'll see if there's any leaks. Right now, the only thing really being leaked, which I wouldn't even call it a leak because I believe in like a week or two, they're going to have a mo an, an event for Call of Duty. But the only thing, when we're gonna, there's a news story to it, so I'll save it. But yeah, there's more Black Ops 4 rumors. And that's really about the only rumors and leaks that I've heard. And mm. it's not even really so much leaks as people are just chattering about it. Yeah. Which it looks like at this point, it's going to be the case, which is not good. Hmm. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Firewatch developer Campo Santo has been acquired by Valve. That is interesting. Yeah. Firewatch, I have it on my computer, and I've never gotten around to it. I don't have it, but I've heard nothing but good things about mm. it. But Valve taking over, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I, yeah, I am in the same boat. I'm not entirely yeah, sure. That's... It all depends on what they do with it. It's an interesting mm -hmm. move. I don't know where it's going to go, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's really much else to be uh, said yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah the comp. Okay, so the Campo Santos apparently just twelve employees. All right. Uh, and they have agreed to join Valve and will maintain our jobs as video game developers and continue project production on our current project in the Valley of Gods. All right. We'll see how it turns out. I mean, again, it's better than EA. <laughs> if it was, you know, you know, Campo Santo acquired by EA, I'd be like, well. I know, right? Mar mark it on the calendar. <laughs> they're in their their tail end of the longest line. What you know? Only a matter of time. Uh, next up, as soon as it decides to load, is uh, Microsoft is being sued for patent infringement. Uh, as it turns with uh, uh, internal technologies with uh, Sea of Thieves. 
I heard something about that. Yes. Uh, Microsoft is being sued by Infernal Technologies and Terminal Reality for the er mm, interesting word egregious egregious and willful patent infringement of, of the Infernal Engine. Right. Uh, GameIndustry.biz reports that the company is being accused of two uh, patent infringements. Uh, numbers yada 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 right there pertaining to the graphical lighting and shadowing methods. Terminal Reality licensed the Infernal Engine to a number of studios, including Microsoft. Um, I know it's not for C oh, it is Sea of Thieves, but it's also a couple other games. It's Gears of War 4, Halo 5, and Sea of Thieves. It's, the filing states that the engines were used in a number of Microsoft's games. Uh, it demonstrates that Microsoft knowingly infringed, uh, has no knowing infringement, and has been egregious and willful yeah. in the act thereof. Uh, it's very legalese that I'm trying to read here, and it's very <laughs> difficult. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, again, it keeps going uh, based on terminal realities, you know, claims and what have you. It's all legalese. Do we really need to go through it all? We'll see what happens. We'll see it. how it shakes out. As well as ones we won't hear from it again for like a year. Yeah, something like that. Uh, moving on. Uh, also talking about Microsoft. Longtime Xbox executives is leaving Microsoft after 18 years. So oh, Albert wow. Pinello. The senior director of the Xbox console marketing at Microsoft is leaving the company. Uh, he says he's, he's made a decision after 18 years to leave Microsoft to say it's been a once-in-a-lifetime experience is an understatement. The team at Xbox has, has meant so much to me, and I'll be cheering them on. There is so much great stuff to come. I don't think there's any word as to what he's going to be doing in the meantime. I don't believe so. No, it doesn't seem like it. That is a thing. That is a thing. Yeah, 18 years. That is a long yeah. time to work for a company. I've worked for the same company for 10 years. Yeah, you have. So <laughs> 18 so is long. you know long. the grind. <laughs> yes. Uh, E3 2018, as it stands right now, the only press conference we do not have an official uh, confirmation of is Sony's, Sony's, which yep. is shocking to me. That is very weird. Normally, they announce mm -hmm. it well in advance. Uh. So far, I, I would be imagined that they are going to be s Monday night is their usual time frame. Yes. If yes. they do go Monday night, then it would be uh, they would have a clear window because the only thing so far on Monday is Ubisoft, which is going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I mean, they're they normally go like, earlier in the day. Yeah, they, they're the normally morning. around nine o'clock. Yeah. So I don't know if earlier would be better because. We need to be able to squeeze a podcast in between <laughs> Ubisoft and Sony, or should we say should we do it sometime earlier on Monday? Because Bethesda is going to be like nine thirty p.m. Eastern Sunday night. Mm. Should we do the podcast sometime during the day and then just before Ubisoft and then watch Ubisoft and Sony and Nintendo? Ah, uh, we could do that. That, that could, could be a possibility. That could work. Because that is going to be again. It's going to be Sunday. June 10th is when Microsoft and Bethesda are, and then Monday, June 11th is Ubisoft. New Nintendo is 9, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific uh, Tuesday. I just love how every single year it's like E3 just kind of ekes a little bit more well, backwards. Technically <laughs> speaking, E3 itself is not eking backwards. It's the press conferences. It's the press conferences, which yeah. Which is officially not even per se yeah, a yeah, part yeah. thereof. E3, the official E3 trade mm. show, uh, the press conferences are their own thing. They're just held yeah. at each company's own, you know, venue that they themselves have rented out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, every single year, it's like eeks backwards just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know, in another 10 years, it'll be like, all right, well, this you know, you know, press conference is going to be on the prior Tuesday to E3. <laughs> 
That would be terrible. That would be. That'd be terrible. I, I'm okay with the Sunday time slots. It gives more room to breathe, whereas that Monday was a nightmare to cover all in one sitting. Oh, God, sitting. yeah, that Monday was no joke. Back in the day, you know, a couple years ago when it was all those in one day, it's, it's hard for your brain to process everything that's <laughs> been shown. And by the end of Sony, you oh, were yeah. mentally spent yeah. by the end of those days. Absolutely. I remember that one year that I was over in uh, England for E3, and I had to stay up till like four in the morning for Sony, but I did it. I did it, and I got it done. But my God, you didn't manage to stay up. That it was me. It was up. You watched it later in the morning. No, I was up on my laptop in your living room with all the lights off, and I was watching it. I remember that. That was a grind and a half. That was, I believe, that was the year the PS4 was announced, if I remember right. So I got super jazzed up and immediately was like, I have to have one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. Definitely good times. But yeah, E3, a month and a week away, give or yep. take, plus or minus. Being, yep. It's coming yeah. up quick. It is, it is definitely coming, coming up, quick. up quick. It's kind of shocking, really. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll keep an eye out, see what kind of leaks there are. Uh, and again, Sony's press conference, I'm guessing, is going to be sometime Monday night. Uh, specifically as to when, we'll see. And again, we'll have to decide as to when we're going to do our, uh, you know, that uh, highlight show. Mm. We're definitely not going to be doing it that Sunday night, though. No, no, definitely not. That would kill me. Absolutely. <laughs> so if we do it the next day before, we could probably, I don't know, say start it around 2 or so and then just have Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo mm. for the Thursday show. That wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. Do you already have that entire weekend off? I have that sa- Sunday, Monday. Okay. Not the Saturday. Not the Saturday. I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to be watching EAs or not because mm. last year's was just horrific. Oh, last year's was so bad. <laughs> I could probably catch it the next morning and not miss anything, really. It's true. It's true. The, like the Sunday morning when I get home, I could watch it then and take mm-hmm. my notes on my own time, be able to pause and take good notes with that. Uh it's supposed to be 2 p.m. Eastern, so it's actually an hour earlier this year than it was last year. I don't know. Does that mean they plan to go longer? Because I, I sure as hell hope last, not. My God. Last year's was 90 minutes, if some memory serves correctly, and that was about about 80 minutes longer than it needed to be. <laughs> exactly. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. PUBG. Uh as uh, there have been some hack program developers out in China that have been arrested and fined uh, to the equivalent of over $5 million U.S. dollars. Wow. Gold. Uh, yeah, so uh, developer Bluehole has released information on 15 hackers arrests made last week. Uh, PUBG has been plagued by cheaters for months now, as are pretty much most multiplayer games. Yep. Uh, uh, with a studio implementing anti-cheat measures to tackle the problem, in its latest update, studio shared that 15 suspects were arrested in China last week for developing and selling hacking slash cheating programs that affect PUBG have been fined the equivalent of 5.1 million U.S. dollars, uh, with the uh, other suspects related to the case still under investigation. That's really good. I give them credit because this is the most, the furthest I've ever seen any developer go in terms of trying to prevent cheating in a multiplayer game. Exactly. Yeah, we'll th- if, see if anything else happens with the case. We'll mm-hmm. try to keep our eyes open for it, but that's about all that needs to be said about that. Other than, again, thumbs up. Good job. I'd... Oh, absolutely. That was fantastic. Uh, moving on. There is, we're not going to go into it too terribly much into detail right now, but the uh, multiplayer public beta for Stardew Valley is out. Yes. 
More on that in a short bit. <laughs> we'll probably go into more detail on that in a little bit. Anything else we can say is just it's out now. There's a little bit of jumping through the holes that you need in order to unlock it. Though. A little bit. Can you yeah, go you over that? To the, uh, you need to go to the, start, the store page on uh, Steam. Go to the like first or second news post. I don't know if anything else has been posted up since then. But in one of those news posts, there is a password that you need to copy-paste. And then go into your library, get into the properties of the game. you got to right-click like, over the game in your, in your library. And actually unlock the ability hit property, to access the beta. Go to beta, uh, click into the beta, put in the password, and then select the beta itself. Yep. In a drop-down menu under options. Yep. In your Steam folder. And then the update will uh, immediately start. So. Yeah. Yep. Little bit of complication in order to get into it, but it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. I think what basically happened was that it's been in closed beta for a while now, and instead of just like you know, going through the hoops of like opening up with no password, it was just like, okay, I'll just post the password, and anyone who wants it can grab it now. Yeah, that, that's simple enough. I think that's what happened. Simple enough. Yep. Moving on, the uh, Black Ops Four rumor train continues on. <laughs> uh, they're in the form of teasing. Stuff that will or won't be coming back in. Uh, the Pick 10 system is the big thing that, that is being teased right now. I'd be stunned if they didn't bring it back. Because that was actually really good when they brought that in. I think, was that Black Ops 2 or 3? It might have been 2. I think it's 2. I think Black Ops 2 had the Pick 10 system, which I really liked how that worked out. Uh, but right now, all that I've heard from it is all about multiplayer and nothing of a single player. So those rumors about it not having a single player look more and more likely by the day. More on that when it's actually confirmed, because <laughs> I'll have thoughts about that. Oh, I'm sure you will. Hmm. Moving on. Uh, okay, this just in. It has officially been confirmed that EA is not on anyone's Christmas card list. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They got rid of that privilege a long time ago. Belgium finds loot boxes in Overwatch FIFA uh, and 18 illegal punishable with jail time. So uh, the Belgian Gaming Commission has determined that loot boxes are now illegal in Belgium. The decision comes after legislators looked into loot boxes from games like FIFA 18, Overwatch, and Counter-Strike Global, Global Offensive. Uh, they determined the Air Formation game subject to the Belgian gaming laws in an ironic Belgian twist. Belgian gambling laws. Belgian gambling laws, excuse me. Uh, in an ironic twist of fate, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which kickstarted the loot box investigation, was determined okay by the commission because at the time of the investigation, Battlefront 2 had already removed loot boxes from the game. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, EA. <laughs> oh, EA. Like, that's the <laughs> best part of the whole thing. They're the ones that stepped on the landmine because they were too greedy and then they stepped off it and ran away quick enough that it didn't blow up in their face. It blows up in everyone else's. <laughs> it's so true. You got to give them a golf clap for that one because that is impressive. Oh, if we could only be flies on the wall, that would be... <sighs> I can only imagine the conversations that have been had about EA. So funny. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll uh, keep uh, an eye on that. Mm. And see how that shakes itself out. Uh, there's also similar investigations taking place in uh, the United Kingdom and Hawaii and Washington as well. Uh, amongst elsewhere. It'd be nice if they cracked down on it over here, to be honest. Mm. Mm. At this point in time, I think it's a pretty safe bet that that's going to be the case. It's a matter of when they roll those out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, this publication reached out to various game publishers regarding Belgium's deci loot box decision and have yet to receive a response or comment. <laughs> I think I know the response. I think I do, too. Yeah. Moving uh, on. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Valve has lost its high court appeal over the $3 million fine in Australia. Oh, I remember when we talked about this That's before. That's right. We've covered this before. Yeah, that was a couple uh, months After back. a lengthy legal battle in Australia over $3 million fine, Valve has finally run out of options. The company lost its high court appeal to have it, the fine overturned for its lack of a refund policy in 2014. As a result, Valve will now have to pay up. In addition, the company has posted an Australian consumer rights notice on Steam with links to the federal court's judgment. I'm not going to read into the specifics of it, but that is, uh, is about all we can say with that because uh, they're out of options. So Yeah, I do remember yeah, when... Yeah, uh, let's not go into legalese right now. I have a hard enough time speaking when it's just normal English, like much less legalese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember when this was going on, though, how they were fighting back against it. That's interesting that they actually lost. Yeah. Again, not much else to say. Mm. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, a Nintendo president, Tetsuo, it's, uh, what is this doing? I just freak, don't know. It just freaked out on me. Reload? It, what is it doing? I do not know. All right, that was bizarre. <laughs> Maybe you should put ad block on it. It wasn't ad block. <laughs> it loaded up a whole other page. That was weird. Yeah, that's a redirect. Anyway. Usually caused by a dodgy ad. Uh, what I was saying, Nintendo president, Tatsumi Kimishima, to step down on June 28th. Yeah, this is the guy who uh, took over for Iwata, isn't it? I'm not yep. I Let me so, see. Nintendo yeah. announced at a board of directors meeting on Thursday that representative director and president Tatsumi Kimishima, uh, pictured and left an image of right, will retire on June 28th. Uh, ooh, that's a that's a mouthful. Uh, Shuntaro Furukawa will take up the position as both representative director and president. And then uh, Kimishida will assume office right. as the executive advisor. Yes, and uh, he assumed roles as representative director and president in September 2015, succeeding the role of Satoru Iwata after yes. he passed away that's July 2015. That yeah. is correct. Okay. Yeah, this is the guy that's brought Nintendo back into profits with a switch. Absolutely, he has. He's done a great job. So he's stepping down yep. and retiring. Mm. Yep. So June 28th, that's the day. So after E3... It's you know it's just at the end of the month. Yeah, he had a short run, but he did really good in this. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's much else we can really be said about that. Nope. Uh, last tab of news. Uh, this one in advance. I'm gonna say I don't see this going anywhere. I don't, but we can talk about it anyway. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about it for sure. But this is. By definition, this is frivolous. It is, okay. absolutely. So anyway, uh, Nyko has been hit with a class action lawsuit amid third-party Nintendo Switch dock controversy. Yeah, I don't see this going anywhere because it was not Nyko's fault that that happened. It was the firmware update that yes. Nintendo pushed out yeah, that so, caused the... So yeah, the but this dude there. claims that Nyko knew yes. beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so let me just back up for those who are not, you know, 100% up to date, don't own the Switch, haven't looked at the news. Uh... There was a firmware update for the Nintendo Switch that was that uh, bricked started bricking consoles and, and rendering rendering them uh, not functional, uh, and it it was linked to the fact that these all these bricked consoles were then suddenly found to be in third party docks yeah. and not the original Switch, which I don't know why that would make any difference whatsoever. I don't know, yeah. 
But it says in the article, I think, mm. something to do with the uh, yes. USB-C connection. I doesn't really, I, you know, again, I don't think that should make any difference. So, okay, while Nintendo, uh, it was Nintendo that distributed the update that potentially ruined the company, the company clarified that this third was due to the third-party gear using subpar hardware that didn't use a 56 kilo-ohm tr- uh, resistor. Uh, affected owner Michael Skihathis? Something like that. Something like that. There's a lot of K's and I's and T's and wow, okay. <laughs> that is the last name. That is a, definitely a last name. Has since filed the class action lawsuit in the U.S. District Court of Central California, outlining that unbeknownst to customer, the Nyko portable docking kits for Nintendo Switch are prone to causing numerous problems to the devices that they are intended to support. I don't see that holding any water because Nintendo, or excuse me, Nyko sold those Nyko. products before the update. Yeah, so they Nyko didn't... had nothing to do with it. Yeah, Nintendo's from Yeah, he's update, claiming that they knew the parts were inferior beforehand. Well, third-party peripherals have always been known to not be as good as you know the original stuff, yeah. which is why they're cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, and the I... fact that Nintendo wouldn't fix these consoles for free after they bricked them tells me that Nintendo did it on purpose anyway. Yeah, I remember this is what got them warmed by the, the, uh, FTC. the FTC. Yeah. So I don't really see this going anywhere as far as this lawsuit, as far as Nintendo and its whole case. To be honest, as soon as I read Californian courts on that, I thought, oh, that's why. <laughs> Again, it's just people grasping at straws, looking for a quick dollar is the yeah. best I can read it. I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. The, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was absolutely Nintendo's fault, and that is the reason why the FTC gave them a warning over it, saying, no, you can't do that, because they were refusing to fix the consoles after their updates started bricking them. Yeah, and it was only after the updates that were that it started happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the charging them to the charging people to fix them now. Yeah, and again, it's it's kind of thing. It's not Nyko's fault because they didn't. How would they know what Nintendo was going to do with their own update? Exactly. You know, Nintendo's own update. They Nintendo has no uh, bearing or, or a, a right to have to share their what they're going to do in an update with third party companies. Exactly. So of course Nyko didn't know what was going to happen. No, of course not. Yeah, this is absolutely not going anywhere. Definitely not. And I don't believe there's anything else really to be said about that. I don't think that. so, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that is all the news. Yep. Like I said, there's not much news, and it's uh, pretty slow over the mm. last two weeks. I'd expect that the next month will be slow as well, you know, amongst the handful of leaks and rumors and what have yous. We'll see where it goes. I don't uh, – we'll see. Again, E3's coming up. Hopefully, people are smart enough to actually save their news till then. <laughs> Hopefully. One can hope. I'll try to put it perfectly, by the way. <laughs> for which one? The last comment for the article we've just read. People's Republic of California. Yeah. Uh, link in the Discord. I am not sure which link you were talking about. I have no idea. We're lost in it's the chat. It's Fortnite. We don't have Discord open, by the way, so we can't even look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have Discord on this computer, period. I have Discord open. Do you want me to grab it? I might have looked at it briefly this morning, but I don't think I actually sent it forward. Would you like me to grab it? That's okay. Yeah, we're already pretty much we're pretty Oh, Zaldar is grabbing it. <laughs> yeah, it was something to do with Fortnite and parents being concerned over their children or something. <laughs> Actually, it's something in the UK that's serious. I remember. I think Zelda has gone to retrieve it. I didn't open it fully. <sighs> Once you cut the, there it is. 
Do you two actually know what the NSPCC is? No. No. Oh, it's basically the uh, big organization that protects kids. Do you want to take this one? Sure. All right. Fresh in from the chat. Last bit of news. Last bit of news. Fresh in from Zaldera. In the chat. What do we got? So the NSPCC, which is an organization over in England and Scotland, is started urging parents to keep better watch over what their kids are doing on Fortnite. Uh, Charity is warning about risks posed to youngsters due to the violent nature of the cartoon, uh, where participants can use a variety of weapons, yada yada. Oh no, there's instructions on how to disable the voice chat features. Uh, voice chat can be turned off, but text cannot. Uh, research revealed that as a result, one in four children have been contacted online by someone they don't know. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, they're urging parents to keep watch over what their kids are doing and inform them about, you know, online safety and not talking to strangers, not giving out personal information. Yeah, but definitely don't get out, give out any vital information there regardless of what you're playing. something on this yeah. on, I think it was Watchdog on BBC a couple of weeks ago. There was a dude trying to groom someone's child while she was out of the room. Right. So it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, one could definitely well, say that again, it is it bad. Well, again, it comes back down to what we've always said. Parents need to keep an eye on what the kids that are doing. That should be the case no matter what. Online, isn't period. This an, isn't this an M-rated game? Yes, I believe so. Maybe is T. It? I don't know. It might be T. It's either T or M. Yeah. I think because of the cartoony violence, it might be T. Yeah. But AKA, kids shouldn't be playing it. Same difference. Again, it's the electronic babysitter. How many times have kids just been tossed it and here, go away, and, you know, you do your own thing and... The parents never pay attention to what their kids are doing anyway, and that's exactly. part of the problem. The parents should already be doing that. Exactly. That's just it. <laughs> Again, Zelda just made the perfect point. Uh, let's see. So, it is vital parents have regular conversations with their children about how the games they are playing and how to stay safe online. Uh, the NSPCC Scotland works in conjunction with O2 to raise awareness about online safety for young people. They advise parents to ensure that they chat openly with their children about what they're doing online and how to stay safe. Uh, they also urge them to manage technology and use privacy and parental settings wherever possible. Again, parents should already be doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's normal. That you should already be doing that Whenever, in advance. Whenever you know a child is online in any capacity, even if it's playing a game, the parents should know exactly what they're doing and who they're talking to. Perfect example from a few years ago. Uh, a co-worker I was uh, we were, I was playing with back when I had Xbox Live and I played multiplayer games over you know Xbox Live uh, I was I, I had friends with one of my co-workers cousins I believe it was and I, I accepted a friend request and then I looked at their profile on Xbox and it it was like it was like you know their full name uh, the city they lived in <laughs> and like the, the zip code and I'm like it's almost to the exact street address, but not the final street address. And it was like, <laughs> holy shit, what are you doing? I know. And I'm like, I had to, the next day at work, I'm like, um, by the way, you might want to go call them and say uh, to nix that. <laughs> I've seen this before where kids oh, yeah. will put that kind of information and not realizing how bad that is. Yep. I've physically seen this. It was actually in an Xbox Live profile. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I was actually speechless for a second. Yep. So again, you gotta talk with your kids. You can't just let them have the electronic babysitter and be done with it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, most parents do nowadays. Yeah, fortunately. I don't believe there's much else to be said about that. Are we good for news? 
I believe so. Alrighty then. Uh, I don't know what. Let's just call this a game update. Okay. All right, it is now time for a game update. Yes. A game that we haven't played or or talked about in a very long time. It has been a while. Just got a major update, and as it's such, been months. It's been months. Yeah, we've uh, just gotten back and started playing Stardew Valley again. Yes. So, what are your thoughts? It's good. I need to relearn everything I'm doing, but it's good. I missed this game. I forgot game how fast so the nice. time goes by in that game. Oh, yeah. Time is no joke on that game. You need to stay on top of stuff or you will fall behind. Mm. So, yeah, the uh, multiplayer update. We've both started a new game. Uh, land connection seemed to be pretty quick and easy. Yeah, it seems to be fine. The only downside is we weren't able to test this in advance. We need to get Kaz on and see yes. how the actual internet multiplayer of it works. Yeah, that'll be really interesting to see how that happens. That is one thing we've yet to do. I don't know how she's going to be able to connect to our specific game. Does that involve IP? Because it runs over a password. Okay, we'd have to figure out how to yeah, set that up. We'll It'd be easy to make another save. Not really, no. We don't need nah. to do that. I meant for the sake of teaching me how to play it again. <laughs> Something to figure out at a later date. Yeah. The but at, at the end of the day, we've been playing the multiplayer. So far, it's pretty smooth. Uh, so far, for land. So, there are a handful of like minor like quirks and bugs, but and overall, hiccups, yeah. it's been pretty okay, especially for still being in beta. Yeah. The uh, we've noticed a couple of things have definitely changed in Stardew. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where we just got to summer. And we just got the train station in the north. There's a new cave up in the northern area that yeah, we've never I've seen never before. Yeah, I never saw that before. It's like there's a green like statue in front of a cave. That gives, when, when you, you talk, click talk on it, it, it just says question mark, question mark, question mark, and there's nothing you can really do with it. But there's a cave behind it. I'm like, ooh, okay. That that was not there before. I picked up on that pretty quickly. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then uh, there's also windmills now that you can build, which they were never in when I played mm. last. And I can't imagine what kind of other late game stuff is out there that we have yet to even see. Yeah, I'm sure. It's going to be really interesting. Mm. We got to fix up the community center so we can get the bus yep. going. And we have to get the... Um, uh, well, a lot of things going. A lot of things. Greenhouse, definitely. Ooh, which reminds me, I looked it up. I happened to be looking something up. Uh -huh. I forget specifically what, but it came to my attention that they, at 1.07, they patched out the ability to put fruit trees in the perimeter of the greenhouse. And a lot of people were very sad about that, but I had only just done it in mine before I took the, like, the, the morning of the update is when I put mine in. So mine were still there, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to save under this save, and then we just eventually put it down and get back to it. Apparently in uh, in 1.10, they put the, that ability, or no, it was 1.11, one of those updates, they put it back in. Yes. So you can now have the fruit trees around the perimeter of the uh, greenhouse. greenhouse again. Yeah. we got to get the greenhouse going, because that is how you crank money. Oh, yeah, it's the blueberries. Blueberries and cranberries, they absolutely crank money in there yeah they definitely are high dollar items but then there's other fruits and vegetables in there that you can do that are even higher dollar than those those are just the most common yeah and plus those are some of the one of the uh, types of fr fruits that are permanent mm -hmm. that definitely um you know add to yeah. how much uh money you can get from them plus you the get so many per harvest yeah and then you uh, get like five blueberries per three to five i think it is five, yeah Something like that, or two to four, something like that. I forget what it is. So you get a lot of them, and then they sell for big money. It's the ancient fruit that I've been told is the one that's really good. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's a seed maker that you can start duplicating. The, you know, you put one of the fruits, you get the only fruit you get back, and put it in the seed maker, and you get 
two to three seeds back, and then you just rinse and repeat. Oh, and really? Keep, so that you can fill out the entire greenhouse with nothing but those ancient fruits. And apparently ancient fruits, they, they produce fruit every seven days after mm. they've fully grown that first, whatever, 14, 15 weeks of, or no, not weeks, but days of yeah, yeah. maturing. Uh, and uh, every seven days thereafter, they produce fruit. And it's like a full greenhouse worth of those every, you know, seven days is 80,000 gold. <laughs> Nice. Once a week, and that's not including if you then stick it in like the kegs and make brew them into wine thereafter, <laughs> which then that turns it up to about a hundred and eighty thousand a week gold, which is you know there's not that much to buy in the in the game though. So it's, as soon as you hit that point, you pretty much have bought everything anyway. Mm. Uh, speaking of gold, good segue. Uh, one of the things we noticed immediately right off the bat is that with two players, we have a shared bank account in that game. So we both contribute to raising money, but whenever one person buys something, it only comes out of one account. So you need to kind of manage that, make sure who you know who's buying what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. So that one person doesn't c- continuously buy and upgrade their shit, and someone else doesn't get to do that. Yeah, and it, yeah. You got to keep balance in that yeah. manage. So it's a little something to keep your eye on. Uh, you need to upgrade. I've already did one upgrade on one of my implements. I think it was yeah, the axe. Yeah, I need uh, I need to start upgrading stuff because you've done your axe. I haven't done anything yet. I was thinking about doing the pickaxe sometime, definitely before winter. Yeah. Because during winter time frame is when we're probably gonna hit the mine. I need hard. To, uh, I need to work on getting a steel axe before I hit Emily's uh, ten hard event because I need the steel axe in order to get to the location to do that event. Right. Because that's in the uh, the Lost Woods area where you need to chop down the giant log. So. Yeah. Uh, I just have a copper axe is all I have. Mm. We've yet to find any sti- uh, any iron at all, so we need to get yeah, deeper in the mines. Yeah, we need to get back into the mines. It's, it's a matter of getting back into the swing of Stardew. Yep. Now, one thing, though, I am interested in checking out is I don't know if they've done any balancing or changing uh, as per this, but I wanted to try to do the uh, Skull Cave Bomb Rush with uh, with dark god that would be fun whereas i only did the uh commentary the post commentary <laughs> on it uh with her watching my recorded footage i remember that that was fun that is a very like you don't realize how fast that goes <laughs> but yeah i'd love to do the uh, skull cave bomb rush that's a, that was a fun thing i've only done it once and it stuck in my mind so <laughs> that should tell you how awesome that is mm-hmm uh, as far as Stardew itself, I've actually seen a couple of instances where I'm in combat and I'll be swinging my sword and all of a sudden I'll just sw- randomly switch to a different thing. And then I'm just getting attacked by an enemy holding like a flower above my head. And it's like, uh, this isn't helping. Yeah, there are a couple of, uh, weird quirks with the combat. I have noticed myself as well. Like sometimes I'll be fighting something and suddenly your character will just like turn around for no apparent reason or like not swing in the direction that you're telling them to. And it's like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you do a like a dud swing and you don't hit anything, it still costs you energy. Yeah. So when you're when I'm clicking to the left of the dude and he keeps swinging in front of him, it's it <laughs> kind of annoying. Yeah, the uh, yeah, it's definitely been fun though. Things oh, yeah. could definitely go by a lot faster with two people working on it because like <coughs> one person can be off like fishing for a day and one person can be off like you know doing other stuff like doing quests or like foraging for a day, and then you know we'll regroup at the end and be making you know. Six to nine hundred gold per night, just from that. Yeah, every single night. Every single so night. It actually, the money adds up fairly quickly. Uh, each and every time you want to buy an upgrade, you each have to do your own upgrade. Yes, uh, so we found that out with the backpack. I bought the backpack at two thousand gold for just the backpack level one, and then, and then Dark God checks her back, and it's like, nope, 
<laughs> Alrighty then. So we have to save up another two thousand for me. Yeah, you definitely need the backpack. It's one of the first upgrades you want to get. Yep. Otherwise, you have no space to do anything. <clears throat> the te- the level two backpack is a little bit more expensive at ten thousand gold. Yeah. I don't know when we'll be able to save up that twenty thousand, but I have no idea. Mm. But so far, we're having fun. It is. It's been really nice. It's been a while since we've done co-op yeah. stuff. And not to mention, it's a different tone of game than, say, Far Cry. Yeah, So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. Because the last time we uh, did a co-op game was Factorio, which we do need to get back to that again. But Oh, yeah, yeah this definitely. Is nice. This is really good. I forgot how much I love Stardew. It's such a charming game. It is. Especially for one guy developing it. He's done such a good it job It definitely was it. a Concerned Ape. Concerned Ape, yep. That's him. That's yeah. why it's got so much attention to detail because the one dude's not rushing it. Exactly. Yeah, that is uh, one thing you can say though. To definitely to his credit is that he's not rushing it. Yep. So I don't know. I'm liking it. It works definitely, definitely in beta. <laughs> and I don't believe there's much else that can really be said about that. Anything you got? Final thoughts? No, not really. Alrighty then. So if that's all we got. Actually, for one thing real quick. It is actually kind of hilarious as well watching you go down a ladder, whereas I, you know, like usually do it behind you. I don't know if you've seen this on your game from my character, but whenever you go down a ladder, instead of actually just vanishing, your character will like fly off screen, like to the bottom of the screen, and just vanish. It's so funny. I don't Every see that. Time. It's a little bit weird because sometimes one of us will be in a cutscene and the other one will go trotting through the cutscene and it's not realize so, it. It's hysterical. Yeah, that's true. I won't. This happen. It's so funny. I won't see what's going on, but Dark is like, "Hey, you're in my cutscene." It's like, <laughs> all right. It's like I'll be, you know, like talking to Emily or something. It's like all of a sudden he'll just come trotting along through the cuts <laughs> it's so good right then it's so funny it never gets old it's hysterical so definitely a very quirky thing but it's so good uh there's a lot of new crafting recipes that i've noticed as well that uh, i don't remember being in i don't know when they were added but it's definitely something that i'll have to relearn as we go along yeah but yeah i forgot about that walking through the cutscenes. that is so funny yeah, we're having fun with it, though. Mm-hmm. We'll see how where that goes. We'll probably finish it and see how that turns out. Yes. Uh, definitely, because it looks like there's a lot of new stuff added to the game as well. Oh, absolutely. <coughs> I'm looking forward to finding out all the new stuff they've added. Or uh, he's added, I should say. I keep forgetting it's one guy yeah, developing it. One guy. Uh, and I don't believe there's much else, so should we head on off to the final thoughts? All right. All right, final thoughts. Yay. Who's got what? Uh, well, we already ate, so not food. I know. Uh, for once, <laughs> we had food before the show. Yes. I got a, Miracles do happen. I got a buffalo chicken pizza. It was good. It was really good. I put more Frank's hot sauce on it as well. I think when I have my next pieces, I'll do that too because it was a little on the dry side. I didn't know. I always that. dunk more Frank's hot sauce on there because it's just so, so good. I normally don't, but this one was a little on the dry yeah, side. Yeah, that's the weird thing with me is I normally never put hot sauce on anything. Yeah. And yet here I am with Frank's hat, red hot just... <laughs> yeah, but Frank's Red Hot is good. It is good, and I know so. When Domino's screw your order up and put Frank's extra hot on your pizza. Awesome. The uh, I know because Frank's we just ran out a bottle of Frank's like a week or two ago when we oh, had the yeah. buffalo chicken, and I had to put we had some other B brand of hot sauce that I'd never heard of before that my our, our mother got from our aunt that uh, she never used, and it was like, all right, here it is. And I'm like, all right, I I shake it up and I smell it, and it's like. Ooh, I don't know about that. No, it's not even hotter than Frank's, but it just had a weird seasoning flavor to it. Not the same. 
Uh, so yeah, we've already ate before the show. I think we're probably gonna run in and do more Stardew Valley here shortly. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I need more water because I'm all out of water. Uh, I still got a little bit left in mine. Mm. If you need some, uh, I'll be survived to the end of the show. The okay. uh, as far as games go, I need to get back to Far Cry. Yes. And I have been working on it. It's just this week was a little weird because uh, it was yesterday, Wednesday. I went out to the range with friends. Not, not my normal range. I went to a different range. So I ended up having to get up at 9 a.m. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> head out to the range on the first day where it was like 87 degrees. So yeah, that was all sorts that. of awesome. Uh, that definitely didn't sit well with me because by the time I got – the car ride home, I usually never do this. The car ride home, I turned on my air conditioner. Because when I, my car baking in the sun all day long at their house, as I took their van out to the range, bringing my car ride home, my car was so hot when I stepped in. I was like, oh, this is not happening. AC. <laughs> yeah, but the range trip was fun. We went through a lot of ammo. A lot of ammo. It was, what, a couple hundred rounds of nine, couple hundred of 40, couple, like, 245 and then there was 100 rounds of 44 magnum i had my super red hawk out there which by the way i didn't even take this into consideration but uh a couple of my friends also they had their uh smith and wesson model 29 from the 70s i don't know what specific year but it's definitely from the 70s and then a late 1990s ruger super black hawk there those two had wooden grips i did not realize how much and how forgiving, how much it helps, and how forgiving the rubber grips on my Super Red Hawk are until I put my same ammo into their guns and shot it then. Wow. Makes a huge difference. Because those wooden grips are so slippery, those things snap up so hard. It's a handful. You definitely want to make sure you have a good hold of those. But yeah, the rubber grips on my Super Red Hawk, man, those are forgiving. Those definitely help a lot for recoil management. But that was fun. Everybody loved it. We shot through a lot. Like I said, a lot of ammo. I went through all 100 of my 44s and almost all of my 40. So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> good stuff. Definitely good stuff. And that's that's uh, first time I've gotten out in a long time for with friends to do yeah, that. Yeah, you have. So that was uh, that was a good time. Yeah, you've been going on your own quite a lot. Yeah. Some, well. well, the problem is, is that everyone up here that's coworker that's with the range that I normally go to, uh, those other two guys don't get out of bed early at all so just to get them to the range period for like you know the afternoon is still difficult <laughs> which is why I yeah you make myself. the effort to actually get out of bed mm, yeah but uh again like i went to i got out of bed at like nine o'clock yesterday and then of course then we started watching stuff later in the evening and yeah. i i was weak sauce and hard oh yeah you did i to your credit you made it to about one one and then the wall hit and there was no arguing against it <laughs> You know, but then again, oh, it's not God. like I was weak saucing after getting up at like five, six o'clock in the afternoon. No, this was you a fell nine a.m. on the floor last night. You yeah. legitimately laid down on the well, floor. Well, first off, the and f- fell asleep. The last first off, night. the after sitting in this chair that I'm sitting in right now, the floor is comfortable by comparison, and it's also very cool. Yes, so it is. It was, you uh, fell asleep on the floor. Definitely. Literally, he lays down to stretch it out, and then all of a sudden, all I hear is a snore. Oh my god. <laughs> and then one of our kittens, Midnight, came over and, like, sniffed his leg and, like, rubbed up against him, and then kind of, like, gave him the most confused look you've ever seen on a cat. <laughs> it was a good time. And then after a few minutes, he, like, was rubbing up against him, and he was just like, okay, I guess I'll just lay here, too. And then he curled up next to her and fell asleep as Aww. well. But yeah, you were snoring on the floor for a good solid half hour. Yeah. So anyway, that's the reason why I didn't really get to Far Cry this week. 
<laughs> so I was I was out doing other things. Uh, again, I don't have that much more to go. Uh, yeah, you are in the whole stretch. Uh, if possible, I would like to watch your uh, cutscenes with Faith at the end because my cutscenes with Faith glitched out halfway through. All and right. I want to see if it, you can get to that same point and actually have it trigger smoothly. Because there was one point where I had to physically shut off my PS4, sh- uh, turn it back on, and then like reinitiate the cutscene in order to actually get it to work. Because it just like it went to a black screen and I could still hear the music and then nothing happened. And I thought that I was like, you know, I was expecting something to fade in or something. It was like, no, the whole thing just immediately cut. And it was like, I had to go out, back in, and then go into my map, zoom out, and then zoom back in. And then suddenly it remembered what it was supposed to do. Yeah. So, so that's I want to definitely up. see if you can get mm. past that point. I do not have much more to do in Faith's territory, mm-hmm. so it's pretty soon. Yeah. I'm just amused. Say, so, uh, one quick pro tip for Faith. Bring a lot of ammo. Make sure to bring all your super high-capacity weapons with you, because you're going to need them. <laughs> mm. Will I need a rocket launcher, or can I? should I substitute that out for something else? Definitely something else. You will okay. not need that. Okay. You need something that can carry a lot of ammo and that can fire very quickly. All right. I might just bring the shotgun, because I, I never bring that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh... It's it's interesting. I want to get your reaction mm. to her thing. Her boss fight is so weird compared to all the others. Something okay, to look to forward to. I want to see a game theory yeah. on that. Something to look forward to. Absolutely. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to be finishing up Far Cry, and then I need to get back to Nino Kuni. Yes. I am. I want to because I really I was having a lot of fun with that game. I just hit a point where I needed to just sit there and grind for several hours, and it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And that's when I was like, all right, let's just stick with Far Cry. Dark God's already finished. So I'm just going to stick with that anyway. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm going to have to be doing yourself. Do you want me to bring out Far Cry or Nino Cooney for you to get uh, back to that? I've been asking you to bring out Far Cry for the past, like, three days. Yeah, I know, and I keep forgetting. <laughs> and you keep forgetting. Unfortunately. Yeah, I want to see what happens, if anything, uh, when you 100% any of the areas with, like, all the missions, all the side quests, all that. So yeah. I want to dive into one of the territories and just try to finish one up in its entirety just to see if anything happens. I don't know. If anything would or not, that's kind of a question mark. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I do believe, all we need to say about that. As far as what we've been watching, we've been watching a lot more of the Paper Mario. Paper Mario, great Game Grumps. From Game Grumps, yes. which is, oh my God. Uh, you have just hit the point with Flavio and his uh, whole situation, if you remember half of that conversation from last mm. night. Like, you were saucing during Flavio's introduction, but. It'd probably be a good idea to watch that episode again because I'm drawing probably, a blank. Yeah. I'm drawing a complete blank. So we just hit Flavio and uh, you just got past uh, Twilight Town. Which... That was annoying. Oh, yes. Twilight Town. So that is a joyful area. <laughs> that is like the worst backtracking I've ever seen in like circle jerk backtracking I've ever seen in any RPG ever. Yep. Like, just <laughs> damn. And then uh, we've been through Glitzville at this point as well, so that's good. Should that be the name of this show is Circle Jerk Backtracking? Sure. <laughs> oh, to write that one down. Sure, I'm okay with that. So, yeah, you've been through Rugport, you've been through Glitzville, you've been through Twilight Town, and now we are just starting on Flavio and the Island of Cortez. So that'll be good. And we just got a name for the show. That is a winning <laughs> name. A little confused people for a while. Yep. Yeah. 
Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, Twilight Town. That it's is an interesting RPG though, because uh, it's a Mario game. It is a it's Mario a, game. It's a Nintendo there are game. Some very questionable things in this Mario game. Interesting content. Yes. Uh, a Yoshi with attitude. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, the Grumps named him Snurgles, and he has a mouth on him. <laughs> Yeah. He's like eight minutes old and he's already like shit talking people to the extreme. It's so funny. It definitely is and funny. And there's also the part that horrified you. I was like, I was already watching out the oh, yeah, that's right. because I wanted to see your reaction. The, po- the point in Twilight Town where you go into the house with the mother and the like three kids. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there was one earlier than that, though, but that was also there's really good. There's a couple good. of them, but uh, it's like, yeah, the mother like turns into a pig and all the kids are like, I wonder if pigs taste good. You were like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there was, uh, there's a couple of questionable things in that game. Like, the the first time you ever go to in Paper Mario uh, Rogueport has a giant gallows hanging in the middle of the town. Yeah, I know. What's the story <laughs> in that? It's like every time you pass by that, it's like, why is this in a Mario game exactly? <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, there's that. And the only uh, we've been. OK, we're going to for high school DxD. Season four, which is what it's not born. Uh, Hero. Born season three. Hero. Hero. Uh, we're gonna wait until it's done and then binge it. Yep. Uh, that could go either way. The mm. we saw the other the third episode last week, and it was lesser quality than the first two episodes. It was just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be fluctuating a bit. We'll see how that shakes out. We're gonna like I said, we're gonna wait to the end of that. And the the one I at this point I think we're probably gonna keep up to right till the end on it. Uh, weekly is uh, Sword Art Online Alternative, uh, GGO. Yeah, that's really good so far. I'm really, really enjoying. I'm that. loving it a lot. Uh, what is your thought about Len? Pink. <laughs> is she pink enough? Oh my god, it's so funny with her. It's like they'll be going through the woods, and it's like going through the desert. It's like dark brown, green, gray, like orangish, and I was on pink, pink <laughs> with a, with a pink P ninety. <laughs> so funny. It, yeah, it definitely stands out a bit. Uh but interesting. Uh people will complain about that series no matter what they do. Absolutely. I honestly do not understand the hate against Sword Art Online. I don't either. Like, like there are definitely fixate on that show. It's for definitely some, some weird fixation. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely plot holes, and we've we've had this conversation before about the original core Sword Art Online. The uh, I forget what the original actual SAO portion of it was. That I don't remember. Eincrad was it? Eincrad arc? Maybe. I think it was something like that. Um, I know Elfheim was the after the fact, but the yeah, Elfheim and, was the fairy. Eincrad, I think it was Eincrad. Anyway. Plot holes, definitely inc- inconsistencies, and a lot of skipping. Uh-huh. It's like there's a lot of issues to be had with it, but it's just it's it's a popcorn show. Like, I don't understand why people gotta uh, hate on it like they do. It it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's worse the shows state, out there. Just fixate on it like nothing else. There's worse out there right now. Absolutely. But yet, and then people will still give a bad review even because now everyone's like, oh no, Len has speed hacks. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just what you said. It's a fixation thing. It is. I enjoy it. I do not understand. I don't either. I would rather have a protagonist like Kirito versus a protagonist that whines and cries and bitches and moans about everything like, I don't know, what's his name? Shinji from from, uh, Evangelion? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Shinji. 
But or like I, the uh, the main guy from Princess Resurrection. Yeah, the that dude. Doormat. The doormat protagonist that allows himself to get walked all over, apologizes for everything. Can't do anything. The limp noodle up until the like the the, the as the last cr- the credits are rolling on the last episode, then all of a sudden becomes awesome. That's not entertaining. That's irritating as shit. I fucking hate those kinds of protagonists. I do. They're so annoying. I would rather have a Kirito that's overpowered than you know the, the wet noodle gets doormat. Shit done for the most part. Yeah, exactly. I know, the whiny cry, you know, doormat protagonist, I absolutely cannot no. stand. And that's what I don't understand when people are saying, that, oh, Len is too powerful, or Kirito is, is gaming Jesus. It's like, I would rather watch that than the doormat weak, you know, wet noodle that just somehow manages to scrape by. It's That's not entertaining to no, me at that's, all. No, that's irritating to me. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, we're enjoying it. Uh, yeah, it's the last, the most, the latest episode is stuck in my mind all week long. There was uh, yeah, an interesting we, uh, turn. Yeah, we've just seen episode four, which is the most recent episode that's come out. It's interesting. The ending is a little bit confusing. And, and there's I'm, more after the credits. And I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Because mm. like, there's a direction it could go that I'm kind of hoping it doesn't. And I, I don't know. I'm be interested to see how they handle this one. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, still interesting though. Very. I don't believe there's much else. Do you? Could you think of anything? No, not really. Not really. Uh, Kaz, do you have any final thoughts? Nope. Nope, not really. Uh, Dark God, final thoughts. Uh, still didn't get Zapdos. <laughs> still didn't get Zapdos. I've been soft resetting him all show. The hunt continues. The hunt continues. And until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. Bye, Bye now.